This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Right now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, he joins the show usually this time on Tuesdays, but usually the Green Bay Packers don't sign four free agents and we don't have to move him over to Wednesday, but he's so accommodating. He's our guy from the Athletic Eric name joining us right now on the great midwest bank hotline eric appreciate it man the flexibility and the time you have for us today now you can make me jealous when you say you're in arizona as well i was there 10 days ago and it felt pretty good but i'm jealous of you guys well and i'm a little bit i'm a little bit mad eric because i'm pretty sure you took all the warm weather with us it was about 80 <laughs> down here when you were here and now i'm i'm just i was trying to bask in some sun earlier today in like 60s with my shirt off and i was still getting some of those hairs to raise up on my back and my neck the sunburn all over my face can confirm. <laughs> Eric, last night in New Orleans, the Bucks once again just uh, take care of business and flex some more muscle against the Pelicans. Yeah, I mean, this is a team that is not playing their best basketball or really, I think, anywhere near their best basketball right now. And it just kind of shows how talented they are that despite not playing their best basketball and I mean, if you watched the TV broadcast last night, uh, it was some classic Bud face on the sideline as he was just beside himself watching his team in the first quarter. They're struggling right now, and the Bucks struggling looks like a 130-113 win. Like, that's just how talented this team can be offensively. They still have some things to figure out, and they got to round back into form. they got to get some guys healthy, but they just keep kind of plugging along despite not playing their best basketball. And, Eric, when, when you look at the way that the movement and the salary cap was constructed with the signing of Eric Bledsoe and affected, I guess I should say, by the extension of Eric Bledsoe, a story up at The Athletic that your comrade wrote earlier today about how that's going to help the Bucks in the future try to keep more pieces of this pie together going forward. Yeah, I mean, I think the big thing Danny LaRue kind of broke down today at The Athletic is just that it gives them some level of certainty in a summer where there's going to be lots of uncertainty. You have all of these free agents. You have all these guys that you're trying to figure out how to keep them in Milwaukee. And having Bledsoe locked down kind of, kind of makes it easier for you because there just wasn't a lot of point guards out on the market that can do what Eric Bledsoe does. And if you somehow lost Eric Bledsoe because you tried to get too cute trying to save some money – you would have been in a tough spot trying to trying to find anyone, trying to sign anyone uh, that could have filled that role. So, really, what what the Bucks did was they took away some of the risk that that they could have had this off season, and in turn, Eric Bledsoe did the same thing. Uh, he's kind of protecting himself from you know a possible uh, Terry Rozier meltdown like he had last year in the playoffs by signing a, an extension before he gets to the playoffs. So I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but uh, it, it does help both sides kind of figure it out and keep themselves from a little bit riskier situation this summer. You know, Eric, how do you feel right now about the mil- – I, I guess not as loud in the building. It's kind of quiet. Do you see that as a, a quiet building, or 
Do you feel like the fans are just not into it as they once were because they're waiting for the playoffs? So I think there's a couple things there. I think uh, give me every, a couple things, Eric. So I, I think always when you have bigger teams in town, it's going to be more exciting. People are going to be jacked up and ready to go. Um, the Indiana Pacers, the game where this came up, got to say, uh, not a marquee team, not a team that I think people really get up and excited for. And also weekday games, not going to be as big of crowds that you can always tell the difference on the weekend as well. So, you know, I, I think there's been some of that, but I also am in a spot where to me, I, I really struggle gauging crowds at Pfizer Forum because the press area is like covered. It's like essentially a press box. So like at Miller Park, you know, like you're in a box mm-hmm. instead of out in the like actual stands and and that's somewhat unusual for the NBA so I don't really get a good feel for it but I will say that you know I think the games where Bucks fans needed to bring it they brought it if that makes any sense that Mm -hmm. you know when you open that first game after the all-star break with the Boston Celtics it was loud that night the last home game against the Toronto Raptors it was loud that night Uh, I thought even this past Saturday uh, against the Charlotte Hornets it was loud that night uh, so uh, I think they bring it the, in those situations. Then the last thing I'll say is uh, one one theory I've had for a long time about fans is they have to feel like they have some skin in the game. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is they have to feel like what they're doing means something. That, you know, this is a close game, and my team needs me to be loud right now. Well, when you look at the Bucks at home, they were winning these games by 20 points. So, you know, how excited can you get when – you know, they're just kind of up by 10 the whole game. And, you know, maybe in the third quarter, there's a couple of Giannis dunks where all of a sudden it's 15. And, like, I just think that makes it all more interesting and difficult. But, like I said, the games where it's been close against good teams, Boston and Toronto come to mind, uh, I thought the five-serve forum crowd. So you don't want the crowd to be like the Russell Westbrook or the Dolan crowd. You you just want them to just be, <laughs> just be into the game, enjoy themselves. You don't want them going off on the players if they're losing or something like that, right? No, no. I, I, I think you want to do everything you can to avoid being uh, a Utah Jazz fan or a Knicks fan at this point. Start with Eric Name of The Athletic here on the Wendy's Big Show. You're seeing – uh, some pretty good basketball team, whether it be Toronto uh, or the Bucks or Golden State, uh, losing to some pretty bad basketball teams. I, to a certain degree, I just talk it up to it's that time of the year where a lot of these teams just want the playoffs to start and are pretty much done with the regular season. How do you look at it? I think there's some of that, but for me, and I was just talking to someone about this earlier today, that you know, I feel like. I've kind of thrown out most of this this sample from pretty much the moment George Hill got hurt. Like I just think since he got hurt and Sterling Brown went out around that same time, you lost the the two guys that were spending the most time on the floor from the bench. And with that, what you've seen is Mike Budenholzer experiment, and you've seen them have to try to find a way to integrate Nikola Mirotic. You've seen them try to integrate Paul Gasol. Uh, and you've seen some problems with all of that. So I just think when you don't have a true backup point guard, which they don't have right now since George Hill's hurt, you don't have the normal guys you bring off the bench. I just think this team doesn't look as connected as they once did defensively. And obviously the numbers bear it out, but you just look at some of these scores recently. It wasn't unusual before the all-star break to see teams score in the 90s 
against the Bucks. Like that that was a thing that they do, and that's that's rare in the in the modern NBA to keep a team in the nineties, but the Bucks were doing that semi regularly. And now you look at this team and you see one tens, you see one fourteens. There's even been a couple one twenties. Uh, that Sacramento game got to 140 when it went to overtime. Like, you're seeing this team give up more and more points. And uh, to me, I've, I've circled it as, you know, when George Hill comes back, that's when I think you can start judging this team and, and start trying to kind of figure out if they're ready for the playoffs. But that's, that's a little bit of a concern. Like, the fact that George Hill can have that big of a, an impact is to me somewhat of a concern, but you know I think when you circle the things that he does, back to point guard and just being a defender that can cover a couple different positions, it, it's just been huge for this team this year. So uh, we'll see when he comes back. I know Bud mentioned before the road trip that they were thinking he might come back during the road trip, so we'll see if he plays in Miami on Friday or if it's going to be a situation where you have to wait until Sunday or Tuesday at home. Eric, real quick, I'm a guy cash, uh, uh, 9 for 18, 50%. But his shots were going center mass. I mean, all net. The aggressiveness, tough word for me to say, was there. The step back was there. Everything seemed to be real fluent. Because I remember the 9 for 37 slump, and a lot of people were about to give up on this guy. But since then, he's turned it around, and he's become a leader out there on the floor. And you have to appreciate that. I also like him and Bledsoe got this dunk thing going on. I really like that. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the chemistry on this team is undeniable. So you mentioned the Middleton, Bledsoe, dunk competition for the year. Um, you know, th- those two guys have just really developed into really good friends. Um, but, you know, as far as Middleton goes, uh, this is, uh, I mean, uh, I hate to say stuff like this, but, you know, it's kind of far for the course. Like, there's going to be times where Chris is hot. There's going to be times where Chris is cold. And because he doesn't really get to the rim, that's not his game. It's never been his game. Uh, and even in this Mike Boonholzer system that, you know, it kind of insists on three-pointers and shots at the rim, he doesn't really get to the rim in it. He just ends up kind of relying on that jump shot. And, well, if the jump shot isn't going, he, he's not going to look quite as good. But, yeah, I would agree. You know, he's had a couple games here where he's kind of gotten back in the flow. And, you know, you've kind of seen him warm up a little bit. But, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of the year there's another three or four game stretch where he's cold for a little bit. That's just to me kind of how it goes with Chris Middleton. All right, Eric. So, you, so we talked about the press box at Pfizer Forum. You've been around now the the entire NBA pretty much. Is it just me? Or are those seats small in that press box? Uh, the lowest row, the knee space is not great. That's why okay. I insist yep. on sitting on the top row, and mm-hmm. obviously because I'm such a big deal, the Bucks have you know made sure that I get. To see that. <laughs> well, that's that's what they should be doing. They should be making accommodations <laughs> for our guy Eric Name because he writes for the Athletic and joins the Wendy's Big Show Tuesdays at three forty-eight, except for today when he does on Wednesday. Appreciate it, Eric. We'll talk next week. Thanks for having me, fellas. That's Eric Name joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.